Welcome in to another podcast here of Men's Leadership Network, and I'm so thankful you're joining in. I hope you've been enjoying also, we've been putting out man minutes, and so I hope you've been seeing those once a week and just being challenged and encouraged to grow as spiritual leaders as we talk about here at Men's Leadership. Uh, I'm thankful for today that we're joined with Josh Galen, and Josh is an amazing man. Uh, he is a leader at Daryl Waltrip right here, Daryl Walter Ponda here in Franklin, and he just manages a ton of people. Uh, but even more than that, he is a man after God's heart, and I just love watching God work in his life. And so uh, you're in for a great treat today as we talk about investing in the next generation and how do we as men, you know, we're called to be the spiritual leaders, but how do we as men pour into those who come behind us? And so, Josh, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. And tell us a little bit about your family and kind of your growing up years. So um, I'm the youngest of four, okay. and so uh, obviously um, we uh, we had a. Uh, I've got two older brothers and older sister, and so it was a. Uh, it was it was good times, you know. I think um, now that I'm a father, I look back and think, man, it was tough for my parents yeah. <laughs> for the way that uh, yes, yeah, for four kids and the way that uh, my two older brothers and I, you know, um, wrestled and things of that nature, but. Uh, no, it, overall it was great. I mean, we were, you know, we were a uh, uh, middle-class family, you know, normal family. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly wasn't perfect by any means, but um, man, you know, I, th- I think uh, I'm grateful now. Uh, like most, you know, like most people, I'm grateful now for for the way that we were uh, we were brought up. Mm. You know. Amen. Yeah. Uh, hey, tell us about when you came to know Christ, and tell us about your spiritual journey there. So I was seven years old. We were uh, going to uh, Bellevue Baptist in uh, Memphis, Tennessee, which yeah. is the area that I grew up in. And, um, you know, I kind of, my son now is, my oldest is six, mm-hmm. six and a half, and uh, he's having questions about baptism and, you know, kids that he's seeing in Main Street that are a little bit older mm-hmm. um, that are, you know, getting saved and, 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 uh, and getting baptized. Yeah. And so, kind of the same way for me. Like I said, I was, you know, six or seven years old, you know, obviously when I, I'm sure I started asking the questions and all that. And, um, uh, certainly was a step that I wanted to take to, uh, uh, that I knew I was going to need, you know, in my life then and, and for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I said, it was, uh, I remember looking out, you know, getting baptized when I was a kid and there was a lot of people out there because <laughs> Bellevue's a big church. So that's one of my, one of my, certainly one of my memories, certainly. Yeah. I love that. And I, I love that what God started there at seven, he's mm-hmm. continued on. You Absolutely. Know, and you've been yeah. following the Lord and mm-hmm. trusting him. And yeah. uh, Tell me about your dad and how, how did he impact you spiritually? <clears throat> well, my father was a, um, retired now, but he was, a, he was a sales, you know, he was in truck sales for his, you know, his, pretty much his whole life. And so he was out of town some during the week. Um, but man, he uh, he he was a person. When I get up for school in the mornings, you know, he'd be doing his devotional, reading his Bible. I knew exactly where he'd be, what he was doing. Um, he was, uh, um, I mean, always had us, you know, expectations of going to church and and you know what he expected. Not not necessarily in a business way, but just hey, you know, we're going to church, right? That's the expectation, you know. And so um, always there Wednesday night, Sunday morning, Sunday night. Um, and so great leader there um, just by example. Um, another uh, thing that was a little different they did was I played a lot of baseball growing up. 
And so when I was, uh, you know, when I was playing baseball, they said, hey, you know, you'll play. And if Sunday comes around, we go to church first, we go to baseball second. So I even remember there were times that, you know, we would, I would have a tournament on Sunday afternoon close to church. And I remember there were a couple times where I pl started playing in a game left to go to church, and then came back for the championship game later. So, wow. and then, I mean, obviously there's 12 other kids on the team, and, and I, I would imagine that made a huge statement yeah. um, um, for others, you know, to know as well, hey, you know, uh, Josh is a priority, is a priority <laughs> for, for, for Josh, you know, Joshua and his, and his dad and his family. So, obviously at the time, I don't remember being, making a huge fuss about it or anything, mm. but I'm certainly grateful for that. Mm. That being the focus, um, you know, all these years later, certainly. So, but so, yeah, like I said, I mean, just spiritual leader, always there. Um, uh, you know, times I'd get frustrated or, you know, even small things, we're putting up the dishes or whatever, you know, as a teenager, you know, he would know I was frustrated and say, hey, you know, you, you know, no need to get frustrated. You know, this is part of, you know, of, of growing up. So, mm. uh, certainly, um, uh, you know, it was great, yeah. you know. Absolutely. He was discipling you the whole time, wasn't Absolutely. he? Absolutely, I mean, yeah. at home or yeah. at the ball field mm -hmm. or he yeah. was just always. Well, and he, even, you know, one of his things for serving was, you know, he's, he's been the, uh, he was then and is now the chaplain for the AAA baseball team in Memphis. Awesome. Um, and so, I mean, he's been doing that for 30-something years, and that's just another example of, hey, you know, that I'm committed to this, mm. you know, this is something that, you know, uh, that I can, I can serve. And, and so he'd take us along to these, you know, to these chapel, you know, to the chapel on, on Sunday uh, at the ball field. Uh, it may be on the bleachers, it may mm. be in the clubhouse, it may be somewhere, but, uh, and I think that was also a real positive experience to see here's real life people that may not have the opportunity to go to church every Sunday, yeah. you know, but still, you know, how, do, how does he, you know, how was he able to impact them and show them the way when they didn't, you know, they didn't have the opportunity like we, we had to go. So, man, that's um, powerful. Yeah, that was also another, yeah, uh, yeah a, lot of, a lot of stories and things that <laughs> stuff came out of that, certainly. So, but yeah. definitely positive, positive thing. So you were around the ball field a lot. I mean, growing up playing and then your yeah. dad being the chaplain for yeah. the Memphis Redbirds, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, yeah. you're probably over there a lot. And yeah. So, yeah, like you said, played a lot of, played a lot of baseball. Um, my dad was, a, you know, still loves baseball. Yeah. You know, he grew up listening to the Cardinals on radio. Uh, and yeah. so, um, like I said, just uh, it's kind of cool that God op opened the opportunity for him to take that love of baseball and also serve that way. Man, um, powerful. Because like I said, it's just not, you know, um, not that it's a, big thing where not anybody can do it but just yeah. you know people don't it's not a whole lot of openings yeah <laughs> you know yeah. normally there's always somebody there that's willing to jump in and, and be part of the you know part of the team like that so yeah yeah it was great though so what did you learn from your dad that you now as a dad you know are pouring into mm -hmm. your kids well I think one of the one of the big things is you know leading by example you know I mean you have different leaders you know you got you know, the rah-rah leader that gets everybody pumped up mm -hmm. and you've got, you know, vocal leaders and, you know, and, and my dad is, uh, I mean, he'll, people will tell you that know him, you know, he's never met somebody that wasn't, he didn't know, right? I mean, he's always, you know, very outgoing. Uh, but, but the way that he led spiritually uh, was not, you know, um, probably not the right 
way, but not, you know, cram it down your throat. Mm -hmm. You know, it was more of a, hey, I'm lead by example. You know, here's what we're going to do. You know, here's the plan if, you know, when you live in our house, right? Yeah. But it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't a, you know, beat you over the head with it uh, type leadership. And so I think that's kind of the way, you know, the way that, that I feel like, you know, leading my boys mm -hmm. is to say, hey, you know, at the end of the day, you know, when they get to a certain age, they will make their own decisions, mm -hmm. you know. And so for me, um, trying to uh, lead by example and show them the right way now, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and to know that um, uh, when they get older, they're not going to forget about it, yeah. you know, because like I, I tell my wife all the time, it's scary to know that, you know, when they turn 18 or whatever, you know, they can make their own decisions and mm -hmm. do what they want. Um, and so obviously that also gives me a, a better appreciation for you know, when I turned 18, my parents were probably thinking, oh, man, you know, <laughs> is this kid going to be all right? <laughs> You know, <laughs> but you but, do but that's, see, yeah. but that's a testament to, yeah. to what they did. You yeah. know, all those years of, you know, it's, yes. it's tough. It's rough. You know, I mean, yeah. being a parent, I mean, it's not easy. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, but you're setting that spiritual foundation, Absolutely. you know, and, and just like your parents did and mm -hmm. church is a priority and, mm -hmm. you know, growing in the Lord and you're seeing your dad yeah. reading his Bible and, yeah. and having that devotional, man, that just impacted you now. Yeah. And that's your kid's going to be yeah. one day looking back. Well, and I was, I was out, out in my yard the other day, and I've got some small trees out there that we planted. And I was looking at one of them, and it was, it was crooked to the side, you know. And we've got wire around them so the rabbits don't get them. And I was sitting there thinking as we were getting ready for this discussion was, you know, we, something was pushing on that, on that tree, mm. right, and pushing it to the side, you know. And so I was sitting there thinking, Man, that's that's how that's how our kids are. You yeah. know, if we, you know, if we're pushing them this direction mm -hmm. or what, you know, it's it's extremely important because you know, if that tree is big enough, it's gonna always grow crooked, yeah. right? And so, um, so obviously I fixed it, and you know, yeah. hopefully we're back, you know, going straight. But I was sitting there thinking, you know, um, man, that's that's a huge impact. Just analogy, just for our mm. own kids. You know, I mean, for my kids. You and know? that's so important because I think as, as dads, sometimes we can go to work, we come home, we're tired. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's the little things. Yep. It's like pressing in when you see, okay, my, my, the, the language of my child is starting to change. You know, my, my kids are starting to make some decisions. And, mm -hmm. and sometimes we can go, well, I'm just worn out. I don't want to deal with that. Yep. But those are years of them growing up and going mm -hmm. off in a different direct. That absolutely. is a great thought, yeah. you know. Yeah, absolutely. So, so mm -hmm. yeah. How, how do you continue to disciple your kids today? Like now, the things you've learned from your dad, but how do you now, mm -hmm. how do you intentionally disciple them? <clears throat> well, I mean, I think, um, you know, obviously at night, right, yeah. that, that's a big time for us. I'm, yeah. I'm grateful for the job that I have and that I'm able to be home, mm -hmm. you know, 99% of the time in the evening, mm -hmm. uh, which is a big time for us. Uh, it's a big <laughs> get them to bed time, but also, you know, and so, and so having, you know, taking the time to read the Bible and talk mm -hmm. about those stories at night, which, uh, when you say, you know, it's man, sometimes it's, it's tough, you know, mm -hmm. cause sometimes they're like, no, I want to read, you know, Paw Patrol or yeah. I want to read something, you know, I don't want to read the Bible, <laughs> yeah. you know? And so, uh, that's something that intentionally that, that Kelly and I try to do, um, every night mm -hmm. is to read the Bible, pray, you know, what do you want to pray for? What are you thankful for? A lot of times we'll, we'll say, Hey, what are you thankful for? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, cause they don't, you know, they, 
they know the prayer request concept, but it's not as, you know, yeah. you know, they're praying, you know, pray for the whole world. Well, that's yeah. good too, <laughs> you know? Um, but we, we all, like I said, and so just, you know, like I said, try to be intentional there. Um, uh, during, and, and like I said, when we have that time and, and set that time aside, uh, very rarely do we not all go into the, to the room, yeah. their bedroom together, even my wife, and, mm. and have that time together and just, you know, try to pour into them then. And then obviously when we come to church, I mean, yeah. we're, we're, we, we try to be here <laughs> as much as possible. <laughs> um, you know, obviously they love coming. Yeah. Uh, they love Main Street. Mm. Anderson loves Main Street. He loves, mm. you know, going to the, to the Main Street on Wednesday nights as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just a... Um, that's just a great thing, you know, and even him playing some sports. I mean, he's going to pick Main Street over sports any day, which is great news because, yeah. you know, when I was young, I was, you know, like I said, I was kind of on the fence. Like, eh, I don't know, I, you know. And so, um, but but even going into that, I mean, when I was going back a little bit, when I was, you know, when we had a huge youth group when I was growing up. Yeah. You know, even when we left Bellevue and went to another church, I mean, 100-plus kids, yeah. you know, and, I mean, it was huge for us, yeah. you know, certainly. And it makes a difference, that accountability, you it know, does. I mean, now it's not only what your parents are saying to you, but yeah. now you've got godly friends that are yeah. saying, hey, bro, let's go, you know, what, yeah, what, what, what direction are you yeah. going here, you know? Well, and I think that's what leads into when we talk about, you know, Rolling Hills mm. and what it means to be part of Rolling Hills, mm. uh, you're not a member, right? I mean, you're a partner, right? Yeah. This is a partnership, you know, because the reality is we need each other, yes. you know, I mean, you know, we, we need, <laughs> we need, like I said, we need you guys on Sunday or whoever's serving to help pour into our kids. And, and, um, it's truly a partnership mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, um, when you look at it that way, certainly. Yeah. yeah. Well, as you talk about, you know, raising up the next generation, I mean, that's mm-hmm. what you're doing, you know, yeah. in your home, you're raising them up, but, but also at work. I mean, yeah. you have a lot of people that you mm-hmm. manage mm-hmm. and, uh, you kind of have your, your dream job on this, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so tell us about that. Tell us about your job and then kind of how many people you oversee. Yeah, so um, so I'm the service manager at, at Daryl Waltrip Honda, yeah. like you mentioned uh, before. And so we have, a, there's about 40 people on my team mm-hmm. uh, that I have the opportunity to lead each day. Um, some, you know, some folks are 40 years old, some are 30, some are, you know, 20. I mean, it's, it's, it's all up and down the board. And so... Um, you know, the next generation, you know, if you do a lot of studies, sometimes they get a bad rap, depending on which side of the fence you're on, you know, and some people say, hey, it's just they're more difficult to, to lead. Um, but I don't, I don't find that true. You know, mm. I mean, uh, at the end of the day, it's almost going back to the basics. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all people. Mm-hmm. Right. We're yeah. all imperfect and we're all going to make mistakes. And, you know, I think I've learned over the years uh because I was in the restaurant business 15 years, you know, with all different walks of life and people, you know, I started out when I was young, oh, I need everybody to be just like me. You know, I'm getting it done. I'm doing the right things, you know. And, but to realize that, I mean, there's never another you. Yeah. You know, there's never going to be another Jeff, mm-hmm. another Josh. Mm-hmm. And so uh, to, to really take those, I mean, the, the younger generation that's coming in, it's just like anybody else. Mm-hmm. Find out, you know, what are they passionate about, right? What, mm-hmm. what's, what do they want to, who do they want to be in life? You know, I mean, uh, when we interview people for the service department, you know, for the Honda side, it, it's it's more of a, hey, who are you, right? What do you like to do? What are your interests? Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily, hey, what's your skill? Mm-hmm. You know, can you fix this type of car? What You know, it's more of a, hey, who are you as a person? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think 
Um, I feel like uh, that's done me pretty well over the last, you know, really even at, at the end of my restaurant career. I mean, over the last five, ten years, you know, finding out more about who that person is and what they stand for and what, you know, what they want to do in life, mm. you know. Um, it really takes you to that next level to say, okay, man, this, you know, this person is going to work out great. I mean, I've got plenty of people that work for me that had zero car experience, dealership experience before they came to work for us, mm. just like myself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's people, right? It's right. the people experience. What experience yeah. do you have with people, you know? And I think that's also um, important when I think about raising my own kids, mm -hmm. right? I mean, they, they need to be around people, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, they need to be, uh, you know, in, in situations. I mean, it's so, you know, it's so hard to, you know, I mean, watch them go through certain things, you know, and it's like, you know, well, I don't want them to go through that, but mm -hmm. it's like if they don't go through that, they're going to go through it at some point, yeah. right? And yeah. so... Uh, not, I would do it intentionally, but that's one thing that we we try to think about is, you know, hey, are they going to go through it with us or without mm. us? You yeah. know, we'd rather go through it with us the first time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just like anything else, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. uh, first time you do something, right? It's a little scary and it's a little mm. off, you know, oddball and mm. off the walls. So, but yeah, for the next generation, again, it, I mean, it's 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 simple. If you mm. keep, you know, it's basic. You yeah. know, there's still people. There's still humans. Yeah. You know, a lot of people. Oh, their work ethic's different, and this and that, and um, but then the day I haven't, I haven't found that to be uh, hundred percent true. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and what I appreciate you about you in is that you've got a great reputation there. You know, mm -hmm. and everybody speaks so highly of you. You know, your employees, but also people over uh, in the company, and everybody I know who, mm -hmm. who goes there. I mean, you have a lot of people. You have a lot yes. of influence. Yeah. Um, and there's a point that you don't just see people as serving you. Mm -hmm. You see, how do I serve them? Absolutely. And I think that is a huge, um, important step for being a leader and a mm -hmm. godly leader. Yeah. And, uh, how, where did that change happen? Do you, you know, or do you remember? <clears throat> well, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, honestly, a lot of, who I am obviously came from the way I grew up. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I, my parents, Hey, respect others. My dad always told me, Hey, if you show up on time to work and you work hard, you'll go as far as you want. Yeah. Right. Mm. And it's sad to say that just kind of shows you how many, you know, how, <laughs> people how, yeah. how, how many people don't do that. But, um, so I think that's, that's really where it started. I mean, mm. I think, you know, like I said, I mean, I, I would, you know, when I would, get hired you know when I got hired in the restaurant business I mean trust me there were people they were sitting there going this guy's different mm -hmm. you know uh, of course at the time I didn't know if that was a good or bad thing right yeah. um, but you know this guy's different he's got a different head on his shoulders mm -hmm. you know and so um, uh, and so I think that's that's where it started mm -hmm. and then obviously young, you know being a leader when I was young I was a GM of a restaurant when I was 24 mm -hmm had no clue yeah. really what I was doing, right? People say, what'd you learn? I go, well, I learned a lot what not to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that first year and a half that I was a GM at a restaurant, I was managing pretty much, you know, I don't know, 80% of the people were older than I was, uh -huh. right? They'd been in the business a lot longer than I had. And so again, I learned a lot what not to do. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think uh, over, the, over time, you know, like I said, I, I really kind of crossed that bridge to say, hey, you know, um, 
this is a team effort, mm -hmm. right? We need each other. Yeah. Really, I need you more than you probably need me. Yeah. You know, I mean, even to the even now, I mean, I don't I don't work on cars, mm. right? I can't fix yeah. your car. I mean, <laughs> you know, I can find somebody, yeah. right? I know somebody that can fix yeah. it. Uh, and so that's the ultimate, you know, hey, I, I need to I need to make sure that, you know, Jeff, mm. right? is happy in his job and his mm. career because, you know, like I said, it, it's a two-way street. You know, yeah. it's certainly a partnership. You know, it's like when I don't introduce people as, hey, Jeff works for mm. me. Like, hey, Jeff and I work together. <laughs> you that's know? great. It's just and those little things yeah. that communicates. Yeah, and, 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 and like I said, my, my team knows that we, we need each other, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the only way it's going to work yeah. to take care of the customers the way that we want to. Yeah. It's going to take all of us, right? Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't. I can't touch every customer. I can't, yeah. I mean, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll serve over 600 people a week on mm -hmm. average. Yes. And so, I mean, obviously I, there's no chance I'm getting all 600 of no. them, you know? Uh, um, and so obviously we need those, you know, those partners that we have at work to take care of folks when they come in. So, mm. yeah. You make the people around you better and it, it makes everybody Absolutely. better. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's even, like I said, I've only been in the, the automotive industry you know, two and a half years, yeah. you know, and, and like I told them, Hey, I can, I can help lead a team. Right. But I, I don't know at all. Obviously, yeah. matter of fact, you guys know more than I do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, there's a certain, there's a few things that, that obviously I do bring to the table. Yeah. Right. Um, but, uh, certainly it's one of those industries and, and one of those leadership roles that, you know, you've got to use, you've got to get those people around you in the right place. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, uh, I had a guy, I was at a meeting yesterday in Atlanta and a guy told me, he said, well, I've got one of my service advisors, uh, but every time he goes to talk to a customer, I just cringe. And I'm sitting there thinking he's in a people position. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. again, probably yeah. a great person, yeah. great guy, but it, you know, if you've got him in a position where you cringe yeah. that, he's going to talk to somebody, um, you know, and he even stated, oh, yeah. we started out as a technician, yeah. you know, I'm like, well, maybe he should be a technician, <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe he Put should, him in parts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly, I mean, you know, and that's, that's, that's truly, hey, you know, do you have the right people in the right place? Yeah. I mean, there's great people that, that work for you that, you know, you say, oh, well, you know, they've got some, you know, opportunities in that position, well, are they in the right position? Mm. You know, I mean, that's another big thing to remember. <laughs> Well, and I think what you're talking about, I mean, there's, there's transferable principles, whatever mm -hmm. industry you're in. And if you look at the people who are coming behind you, you look at the next generation and you say, how can I help them be better? How can mm -hmm. I help them succeed? And I think a lot of times as guys, we grow up in sports and we're competitive. We want to win. We want to be the best. And sometimes we could bring that into even our jobs and our, like, oh man, they're here to replace me or I've got to be better than them or I've got to show them up. But it's, it's, it's the godly leader, it's the servant leader that really makes mm -hmm. an impact and makes a difference. Yeah. So how have you brought your Christian faith into the workplace? <clears throat> well, I mean, you know, at, at times that, that can be difficult, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, because some companies frown on, yeah. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. with that open book. Um, luckily, uh, Daryl Waltrip and being part of the Hendrick network with Rick Hendrick, you know, yeah. he's a believer. Yeah. And so at Strong. our, yeah, at our yeah. corporate meetings, it's great. I mean, we start out with prayer and things of that nature. And so, uh, there's never a, Hey, you know, you're going to get in trouble or <laughs> things of that nature. Um, in, in my role, again, I, I wouldn't say I'm the most, you know, vocal, you know, leader where the, where there'd be like, you know, cheerleader type stuff, you know, but, um, 
it's people. And so mm -hmm. there's always an opportunity, you know, where somebody's going to come to you with a life event. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and it's not necessarily, oh, yeah. and it's, it's, it's kind of a weird dynamic because they're not coming to you with a life event because they want to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're coming to you because they have to. Mm to start out with, you know, and I know they're, you know, sometimes they got to be cringing like, man, I got to tell my boss I need this time off because of, of this, yeah. you know, and that's where my opportunity, I feel like really, that's where I get my biggest opportunity, you mm -hmm. know, with the people that, that, that I lead that, you know, work there, you know, with us as, as that partnership. And so, I mean, I've had, you know, two, two month and a month ago, mm -hmm. I've got a, a young technician does a great job, you know, great guy. Um, he's got a new, you know, had a new baby, you know, and so we were talking about, hey, yeah. <laughs> here comes the changes, you know, good changes, you know, yeah. but it's going to be different. And, um, you know, and, and he's had, he's had some rough times, mm. you know, and he, he came to me, I don't know, two weeks ago and said, hey, you know, my marriage isn't doing well. And, uh, you know, we have, we have this, this child, you know, and, and they're young, and he said, "Man, I, I just need some time to go get some, you know, uh, some help with a counselor." And I mean, obviously, that's huge for me, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, absolutely, oh, yeah. go. Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, it's not a. Um, we'll, we'll take care of this, yeah. you know. And so I was able to, you know, let him know, "Hey, we're here for you. Whatever we can do, we'll mm -hmm. do that." Um, let him know, "Hey, I'm praying for you," mm -hmm. which to me, those are the big opportunities for me to say, "Hey, I don't have to come out and say, hey." You know, I'm, I'm a, you know, I mean, obviously, yeah. you know, I, yeah, I'm a Christ follower, but yeah. that's my opportunity to say, Hey, I'm going to pray for you and yeah. your family. Um, and so obviously I have those, I mean, that's probably once, you know, once or once every two months, right. Mm -hmm. uh, those life events come up. And so, um, that's a great opportunity. I feel like for me to, to really, you know, slide my foot in there, yeah. you know, yeah. um, and, and like I said, that's another great thing about Daryl Waltrip and Hendrick. I yeah. mean, even, even, you know, from the, from the spiritual standpoint, obviously I, mm -hmm. you know, I know I'm in no, you know, no way, you know, oh, I'm going to get called to, to the office and, yeah. you know, this, that, and the other, but, uh, uh, they're just great people that are willing to help period. Mm -hmm. You know I mean? If it's financial help you need, we'll help you. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's, you know, like you said, if, if, if he said, Hey, I need to go see somebody, talk to them because I'm struggling mentally. And if he said, Hey, I don't have any money or nothing, we would have made it happen for yeah. him. So. Um, it's just, it's just a great, you know, it's a great environment for me to continue. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, but also a big responsibility yeah. to know that there's no excuse, <laughs> you know, whatsoever, not to, to, for people not to know that you're a Christ follower, that you're exactly. not, you know, that you're not there to, to, uh, you know, that you have the opportunity to, to, you know, to go that route mm -hmm. in any scenario. So, um, like I said, it's, it's, uh, it's a great place. And, and I even, even, you know, I think that, you know, you know, I think one of the things I, I continue to want to work on is challenging myself. Right. Yeah. I mean, praying, Hey, give me an opportunity to, to show. And anytime, you know, the times of my life, you know, the seasons of my life that I've really been focused on that. I mean, there's, ne there's never been a shortage, shortage of opportunities. <laughs> you start <laughs> you praying know? that way. And it's amazing how God opens the doors, exactly. or opens our so, eyes maybe to all the needs Exactly. And us. so, like I said, there's been times in my past in the restaurant yeah. that I've had the opportunity yeah. to do that as well. Yeah. Uh, even with some folks that are, you know, um, it, it's amazing how many people, you know, grew up either in church mm -hmm. or with the knowledge of it. Yeah but yet are not any, you know, they're not involved in it any longer. Mm -hmm. 
and so you know I've had some pretty interesting interactions over the years just with that you know oh yeah uh, that I'm like man we, we grew up the same way and we got two totally different paths you yeah know? and what can I do to help them so well and I love that about you is that you know your 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 heart is for the Lord right mm-hmm. and your heart is for people mm-hmm. and you know you want to do a great job every guy out there we want to knock it out in whatever mm-hmm. industry we're in but if we have to climb over people to get to the top and then we've missed it, you know, Absolutely. because people, oh, that, yeah. that's our calling, yeah. right? And Absolutely. so whether you're at home or you're at work or wherever you are, it's how can I make the people around me better? Yeah. And how can I pray for them? How can God mm-hmm. use me as salt and light in the, in this place? And, uh, you know, and, and to see you doing that and to mm-hmm. see people responding to that, you know, yeah. Absolutely. That, that's where, yeah, I mean, that's, that's when you really get invigorated and you live in the Christian life. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, like you said, I mean, the people we impact today are really good or bad, right? Yeah. You, we may never even know. Yeah. Right. I mean, there may be, you know, I mean, you just never know. Right. And so um, even if I, you only have that interaction one time or two mm. times, you know, you just, you know, you never know how that's going to impact somebody down the road, you know? Well, I love to see how your dad and, and your church poured into you mm-hmm. and now you're pouring into you know your boys at home to all these people that you lead at work but you're also in another place is at church i mean mm-hmm. you know you you teach yeah. back in yeah, Bay Street yeah, yeah. With, with kids talk about yeah. that because that that's really important <clears throat> as well well i mean over the last you know probably five years i've done um you know i've helped in the college and career uh-huh. Uh, I've helped in uh, facilitating some adult, you know, Wednesday night classes. And, you know, now we do the, the little ones. Yeah. I think I found my calling in the little ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Uh, it is. And I think, you know, I think one of the, obviously one of the differences as well is, you know, the season of life that we're in, you know, my wife and I, Kelly, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we have young kids, yeah. you know, so we can relate to those young kids and the parents dropping them off. Yeah. You know, like, hey, I had a rough morning. And I'm not like, oh, well, what do you mean you had a rough morning? Like, no, nah, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> we had a rough morning too. <laughs> so come on in, yeah. <laughs> you know. And so, I mean, I think it's it's something that, that you know, that we want to do. I mean, mm-hmm. Kelly and I were involved in church. Mm-hmm. We're involved in the elementary mm-hmm. school that, mm-hmm. that Anderson goes to. And I think that's, you know, I don't want to say that's the type of people we are, but that's, yeah. that's how we, that's what we feel. You know, yeah. we feel like we want to be involved, you know. And so, uh, you know, obviously, you know, like I said, uh, being here every, every Sunday, you know, serving in the, in, mm. in the, in the three-year-olds, four-year-olds there. I mean, it's just great, you know. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some days where it's like, man, these kids are driving me crazy, you know. <laughs> um, but like I said, to see them and, to, and like I said, and to even have my kids come home and yeah. they're singing the songs from, from Main Street, they're yeah. singing the songs from preschool worship. And again, it goes back to the tree, mm-hmm. right? I mean, when you think about it, you know, put, you know, kids thing. coming, you know, and, and the kids coming and all that. I mean, it, it's given, you know, it's, <laughs> it's trying to keep them on that, you know, keep that straight, straight and narrow, yeah. right? I mean, it's yeah. the base, you know, yeah. and that's, that's, that's the key is, you know, hey, you know, I mean, anybody can become a believer at any time. We know mm. that um, Jesus can save you at any point. Amen. But to have that base is a, just a huge, uh, huge uh, leg up um, in that aspect. And um, like I said, we enjoy it. And also yeah. just to know that, you know, you know, the, the, the staff here, you know, Anna is extremely appreciative, you yeah. know, cause it, it is hard to find volunteers sometimes. And, 
Uh, and so to know that I can be a part of, hey, you know, yeah. make it a little bit easier for her today, yeah. you know, because uh, she's got a huge responsibility as well is, you know, it can be gratifying as mm -hmm. well, you know. And I so. think it's great for those kids to see a, a godly man, mm -hmm. you know, and, and praise God for our wives and praise God yes. for so many women yes. who serve, which is, a, which is so important. I mean, women are the mm -hmm. backbone in so many ways, but, but man, we're called to be spiritual leaders, yeah. you know, and sometimes yeah. we can come to church and kind of go and sit down and, uh, you know, we'll let them do it. We'll let mm -hmm. the women do it or whatever. Yeah. But when we get involved, I yeah. think, man, it takes it to a different level. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I mean, we're, we're excited to see, you know, how that season grows, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. as my kids get older, yeah. I mean, we, we, you know, we yeah. know people that, you know, come to Rolling Hills yeah. that we knew from a past church mm -hmm. that we know, they know, we know them, they know us. We probably only had two conversations, but it's because, our seasons are different. Yeah. You know, their kids yeah. are older and they're, you know, they were always at the high school, you know, yeah. we're always in little, so I see myself one day, Hey, I'll probably move on. Yeah. You know, I'll move graduate on. as well, you know? <laughs> and so I think that's, uh, um, I don't know. I think that's, that's pretty cool. I mean, mm -hmm. when you really sit back and think about, you know, yeah. uh, the, the different parts of life or what's coming, you know, things of that nature. So. And the different people who pour into your kids, mm -hmm. you know, I can still remember some of the leaders that I had at church, you oh, know, absolutely. who made a big impact on yeah. me. And, uh, you know, as a dad, I want godly people speaking into my kids' mm -hmm. lives, you know, yeah, absolutely. and, and yeah. I think that's a big reason I do mission trips, you know, and go to yeah. Moldova and work with orphans. Cause they don't, they don't get to see that. They don't have mm -hmm. parents. They don't get to see a, a godly man who's, you know, wants to Hey, say, hey, let me help you have that foundation so that you yeah. can grow yep. straight and set those things. And I, yeah, and seasons change. And like you, you'll be coaching baseball soon. You know? yeah, you'll be coaching. Be <laughs> and so you have these different areas. And I think for men, if we just all kind of wake up to go, we're impacting the next generation. It's just yeah. how are we impacting? Oh, yeah, them? yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're, we're yeah. certainly impacting them one way or the other. Yeah, yeah, you know? And yeah. I think, you know, that's another thing, you know, we think, man, you know, am I doing enough mm. <laughs> as the leader or as yeah. the parent, either one, yeah. but, you know, I think at the end of the day, I mean, if, if, you know, if we're, if we're, uh, man, if we're, we're doing everything we feel like we can, yeah. that's enough, yeah. you know? And so that's another thing that, that I think, you know, growing up, raising kids is, mm. you know, man, am I doing enough? Am I doing it right? You yeah. know? And it's like, well, <laughs> yes and no, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, to know that you're doing enough is, is huge, I think. Oh yeah. yeah. And listening yeah. to the Holy spirit when the Holy spirit prompts you, you know, that's like, okay, Absolutely. And, and being intentional. And that's what I appreciate about you. You're intentional. You're intentional with your kids at home. You're intentional with the people you work with and the people who work under you. Uh, and you're intentional with, with people at church, you know, mm -hmm. it's, and I do think as men, you know, if we're not intentional, there, our time's going to be taken. Yep. I mean, it's going to be taken. So we can say, how am I going to appoint this time? How am I going to delegate this time? How am I going to use this time for the glory of mm -hmm. God? Absolutely. So, yep. Hey, give us two takeaways for investing in the next generation. Um, well, I mean, I think, I think one, I mean, I think it's a huge responsibility, mm. right? And I think that uh, some days I feel like, man, I'm investing yeah. <laughs> and other days I feel like I've taken the day off, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so I think, uh, you know, I think, um, I mean, obviously it's a huge responsibility. You know, it's, 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 it's like I told, you know, I've told Kelly before my wife, Hey, mm. you know, we got to 18, right. Yeah. And then not saying it's going to be easier. It's much easier for me to say it now, but you know, that's, yes, it's, we're their parent forever. Mm. Right. But 
those are the years that we're responsible for a hundred percent, you know, I feel like. And so I feel like that's, that's one of the things that even the next generation that's coming up, I mean, we're, we're responsible, yeah. you know, and something you said the other day mm -hmm. about, you know, um, you know, are you just, are you just trying to get to retirement and go, you know, live on an island and do nothing? You know, I mean, <laughs> in a nice way, yeah. you know, <laughs> and that really does make you think, yeah. you know, like you said, I mean, it's, you know, those eight, you know, when these kids, one of my big responsibility right now is to, you know, lead these kids at, mm -hmm. at home in the way that, that, you know, God wants us to, right? And then when they get out of school, <laughs> then it'll be something, you know, it'll be yeah. something else, right. you know, and so... Uh, certainly, we want to stay uh, intentional, like you said, not on the sidelines, you know, mm -hmm. and so that's one of the huge takeaways, like, hey, you know, I already knew this was my responsibility, but just reminding me, you know, yeah. really, you know, doing this and thinking about it. Um, and then I think, uh, I think, um, you know, from a professional standpoint, I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, there's going to be another service manager at Darrell Walter Pond at mm -hmm. some point, right? I'm not going to be there forever, right. you know? And so those people that we have coming up, you know, it's, it's, it's the same analogy that, that I gave my boss one day. I said, hey, you know, I, I've got to get the next generation in here, right? We're going to keep the generation we got. Don't get me wrong. It's not like we're cleaning out, you know, a bunch of folks. But we need to continue to backfill that generation to come up, mm. you know. And because um, just like in life and business, you know, the, the, the trend changes, yeah. right? I mean, not every business stays the same. I mean, you got businesses been in business for a hundred years, and then all of a sudden they're not. Yeah. You know, and it's because they haven't continued to move, right? That's right. And so in our industry, uh, uh, you know, cars change, but mm. it's still the same concept. It's, we're yeah. in the people business. Yeah. We're not in the car business. We're in the people business, right? That's right. And so um, that's one of the big things that I think about. You know, when we talk about that next generation mm -hmm. coming up. Uh, like I said, what what do we? You know, are are we building them into? You know to whatever that generation holds. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't think you can look at it and say, hey, I need all these guys to be just like the people that we already have, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we, they got different personalities and different mentalities and, you know, yeah. and you have to bring that along and, and see how it fits into the mold, mm -hmm. you know, because you can't, uh, certainly in a business standpoint, I mean, you just can't say, well, I'm only going to hire this one type person. Mm-hmm. Right, you're gonna right. be by yourself. Yeah, Cause, <laughs> you know, because I mean, they're just you know, yeah. we're just all different. You yeah. Know? So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you're so right. We're all in the people business. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever well, yeah. company, whatever organization. I mean, yeah. that's what it comes down to. Yeah. And and as Christ followers, right, our calling is to love God and love others. And and so people. we can get enamored with the bottom line, but the bottom line is, are we loving people? You exactly. know. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, so. so what do you want your legacy to be, Josh? Well, I think I was thinking about that. <laughs> First time I've ever been asked that. So, uh, I mean, I would think, you know, being a great husband, right? Mm -hmm. um, a great father. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I like to think that um, I like to be known as somebody that, you know, didn't make excuses for the weaknesses that they had and, and still succeeded mm -hmm. in whatever aspect that is. Mm -hmm. And then obviously, you know, as a Christ follower, mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of the, you know, that's the number one goal. Mm -hmm. um, but those are kind of my, you know, I guess, you know, I, you know I'm not, being a hard worker, mm -hmm. right? I mean, I think, you know, that's something that goes all the way back to when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I mean, my, my, my dad, hey, you go work hard. Yeah. You show up to work on time. You respect the people you work for. Yeah. And you'll be fine. And, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's served me well, just that basic concept. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I, I've, you know, I've been pretty successful every <laughs> business I've been at. Yeah. Uh, and really it just comes down to that basic, you know, really some basic principles there. And obviously, you know, having that, that, uh, godly leader in, in our house growing mm. up was huge, yeah. you know, so. And now that's you. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Josh, thanks so much. Absolutely. And, um, Guys, thanks for tuning in today, and look around, because God has pushed you where you are for reason or purpose, and you are the spiritual leader in your home, but also at work, uh, and at church, and in the community, and sports teams that you coach, that you lead, and just know that we're praying for you, and we believe God's best for you. Um, so tune in next month as we continue to have another podcast, and we'll talk about as we continue to grow as spiritual leaders, and be looking for the man minute as we grow and develop Uh, godly men every day of our lives. Uh, So let me pray for us right now. Father God, thanks for today. Uh, Thanks for Josh, God, and thanks for speaking through him. And I pray, Father, just a blessing on him, God. And uh, I pray, Father, for every man watching right now, I pray that we would be men after your heart, that we would be godly husbands and fathers, and that we would serve you all the days of our life. And God, give us eyes to see the people coming behind us, And, and not in a competitive way, but God, in a loving way, and to raise people up, God, to follow you. Uh, let us help people become better than we are, Father. And let us point people to you in every aspect that we have. And God, let us one day, every, every man watching this, let us one day hear you say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And so, God, that's the cry of our heart to please you. And it's in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks for watching today, guys. Tune in next month, and God bless.